0: Perfect. In here with sparkling water. What brand is that? I that's the Trader Joe's sparkling water. right, no free clout, we don't talk about it. Censor that. How do you like that flavor?
1: Let me taste it. All right. We got blueberry lemonade. Mmm. It's it's like cotton candy. Basically most sparkling waters that have anything berry in it just kind of taste vaguely like cotton candy. This is one of them.
2: I I can't do these like flavored sparkling waters. Oh, I, really? can't huh. I can't do I'm it. Huh? I can't do it. I'm all about them. It's really weird. To
3: some me. brands are good. Some are bad. Waterloo, I think, has the flavors nailed down the best of anyone. None
2: of them taste like anything. They yeah. all smell vaguely like what it says on the box, but they're all disappointing once you start putting them that's, in your mouth hole.
0: That's how my, uh, the protein powder that I have right now is. I got the naked whey, grass-fed whey. It's <laughs> supposed to be super clean. That's why it's called naked. Which and is it, also just a life philosophy, the naked <laughs> whey. The naked <laughs> whey. <laughs> the naked <laughs> whey. But it literally tastes like... It's, it's chocolate, and it tastes like they ran water over a 99.8% dark chocolate uh-huh. bar and they just ran it over top of it. It's not even melted. It went over top the chocolate bar It's like there
1: the was the, it's like there was chocolate in this container earlier. It was not cleaned properly. Someone put yes. sparkling water in it and now you're drinking that. Water. Homeopathic okay. chocolate, I guess. Homeopathic, Homeopathic chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. No, I think I think certain flavors work better than others. The citrus, it works and I like that it does not have the hyper palatability of all of your sugary sodas. I like that I drink one and I don't I have an addictive personality for everything that's why we all do CrossFit did uh, but uh, but uh, no but same thing with <laughs> Sparkling Waters 40. I like that I can get like halfway through one of these and like be like okay, and then just throw the rest of it away and it's fine. <laughs> versus
4: That's such a fucking.
1: <laughs> versus if it's if one's drinking even diet coke, diet coke tastes pretty good, but then so you're like you have the whole the can's empty, and then you want to have another diet coke, yeah. and that has an inertia all its own that I can't bring into my apartment. Uh, the
2: hmm. absolute worst sparkling water flavor that I've ever had might be one of the worst beverages I've ever tried mm-hmm. is coconut flavored Waterloo I think is one oh, of them. Oh I love coconut
3: flavored fl- Waterloo. That's oh one of my,
2: my favorite things. It I'm, w- I'm tasted, with you on this. It tasted like fucking sparkling hand
3: lotion. Yeah. It
2: was like the most it disgusting, tastes, <laughs> disgusting yeah. it tastes like thing. Whoa oh, 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 Armin Armin
3: do you in life like the taste of coconuts?
2: I like some coconut product. Oh, well, you gotta be I'm not in, a coconut but... fan yeah. and if, apparently I don't like it when I just have soap in my mouth.
3: If coke if the coconut flavor in general just doesn't do it for you then you're not going to get anything out of that but if you like if uh, if uh, anyone out there is like me and just anything vaguely coconut flavored is just your jam then the Waterloo flavored coconut it'll give you a little taste
0: of that That's you'll get wild. a little sense of coconut out I've of it i've never there. liked coconut on the record fuck coconut. <laughs> coconut
2: coconut like the the best flavored coconut thing is probably I want to say like whole foods used to sell these like dark chocolate dipped coconut chips.
1: Mm. <laughs> it's
2: like yeah, the dark chocolate can overpower the, the mediocreness <laughs> of
1: so <the> long <laughs> as things are really expensive and well made, yeah. I'll eat anything. Or or uh,
2: I believe there's uh no there's... what's the what's the girl scout cookie that has oh yeah
0: coconut samoa's samoa's
2: right? i mean those are only good because they have a ton of caramel and, and dark chocolate, chocolate on yeah, it yeah those are again great. it just overcomes
0: the in- i think they can be a shittiness of coconut without, without the coconut if you remove the coconut it might be a it better it would cookie. be better yeah uh, it would be better isn't there there's a candy bar almond joy's mounds mounds it's mounds mounds, mounds. mounds those, is coconut. those slap those slap
2: no, I, I'd never even. I would never even consider for a second buying a mounds because oh no, I, know I just for a meant fact, like they're around. They end
1: up in the bottom of your your uh, trick or treating bag in like we're talking like November eighth yeah. or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. the, the last of the last. You know, you're 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 watching the election results roll in. You look in the bottom, you dig through all those wrappers, and what's at the bottom, that mounds bar you've been avoiding, and, and that's then, when you give it a try, and you think, hey, it's not that bad, and then you don't have another one until november 8th of the following
0: year 2020 is really the mounds of all of all of the uh <laughs> of the, mounds, the, of we, the yeah. mounds of years it's the mounds of years it's the mounds of years
1: it's the coconut sparkling water of <laughs> it's years.
2: the mounds of years uh some people like it but they're clearly <laughs> damaged that's
3: <laughs> that, right that, hey, that, that's that's right a there. perfect perfect encapsulation <laughs> of this year and that beverage <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I it's, thrive in times of chaos. It,
2: it, <laughs> it. <laughs> I thrive in times of chaos. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, hey, we haven't sat around and done this in a while, guys. It's, it's been,
1: a been a minute. minute. Has yeah. anything
0: interesting been going on in the world of CrossFit lately? No, not at all. Uh, Nothing new has happened. Mm-hmm. You know what's happened? <laughs> Samuel Quant became a man. That's that's it. He's really, he's yeah, really come up. He became a father and Holy top shit. five in the CrossFit Games the same year. That dad strength really paid off.
2: Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, the CrossFit Games was split into two. Did you guys know this? That it was split into two
0: uh, uh I read stages. the titles of your YouTube videos, yeah. so much I gathered like, from those. Yeah, much yes, like Dune, it, is, it has yes. been split in the two parts. Correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, Any
3: surprises at the top? There were some
2: surprises on <laughs> okay. the men's side. Okay. Uh, Fakowski and Vellner both failed to make it.
4: Hmm. Lame. Interesting. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's two years in a row. They've is that been... Why the
1: Canadian money is here? That's yeah. right. To pour that's one right. out for those guys. Yeah, that's right.
2: I actually have there a, a Canadian. I have a Canadian twenty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like these were. This these are to go <laughs> on your suspicious. eyelids when you cross the river Styx. But because of the exchange rate, you're gonna have to just share this
4: one. No, card.
2: I, ha- I have a I have a Canadian twenty left in my wallet from when we were in Montreal for. Uh, the atlas games that mm-hmm. and it got like shut down and I left before i got to spend that 20 dollar $20 bill that Damn. 20 canadian that 20 looney
1: there's just nothing in their country you wanted to buy <laughs> <laughs> this is all like american <laughs> stuff but shittier no it's just like I'll, yeah I,
2: I exchanged i exchanged to a 20 like i pulled out one 20 bill when i got into the country and i was like i'll find something like coffee or something to spend this on and i was like man nothing here Nothing. Not,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's <laughs> that's not just it at just all. Everything gotta, tastes vaguely absurd. We need syrup. to keep our. <laughs> but I think <laughs> we gotta th- keep our Canadian listeners happy because we may be taking up residence there it, in the, Cern, there I, the near future. I
2: might, I might, uh, I might fold up that twenty and do like a Viking funeral for it mm. in you know, sort of like solidarity with mm. um, Pat. And that's Brent. a really funny video
0: idea. Mm. Actually, <laughs> should be
2: like, ah, this is my last Canadian loony. and <laughs> you know, as a, as a celebration of the life that was the athletic f-
0: they've really they've really had a hard time ever since joe scally left the left the battlefield you know joe scally leaves the leaves the field of uh, of competition and pat velner and brent Fakowski's performances have really gone down i i i don't think that's a coincidence it's a trend. i think you're right i think you're right the, the father th- son and holy spirit
2: uh tripods are much more <laughs> stable than uh, bipods bi- bi- bipods Look, that's true nobody yeah. ever fell on a
0: tricycle that's very true yeah.
2: nobody not one not one. <laughs> not one person has ever fallen on a tricycle uh but yeah so they did the two stages of the CrossFit games the first stage already happened the second stage is in a few weeks um how
1: was it how was the online how yeah. were the online workouts
2: i mean the workouts were okay but yeah. as a whole they were definitely too short yeah uh there's no doubt about that was
1: there a lot of grouping around similar times and results as a result
2: yeah basically four out of the four out of the seven events well one of them was a front squad so four out of the six timed events mm-hmm. were somewhere between like three and four and a half minutes mm-hmm.
3: huh
0: On, only one was like in the near 20 minute mark right yeah mm-hmm. one of them was
2: like 20 minutes like you know 1920 minute mark and one of them was like eight eight to ten minute mm-hmm. mark and the rest of them were all under five minutes and most of those that were under five minutes like kind of glommed around the three to four and a half minute mark
0: mm-hmm. but to put it in perspective a crossfitter like me a crossfitter like armin all those all those exercises all the workouts that were announced were like 20 minute workouts at least gotcha gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. that least. makes a little more sense
2: yeah so it was it, you know what the weird thing about it was like so i i remember they they announced the programming and i was like hey guys programming seems okay it's Mm. kind of like you know a little bit of like an elevated regionals feel maybe like a games minus feel for Mm -hmm. most of the events but it just seems like a lot of these events are really short and that's sitting kind of funny with me and i said that for like a week straight and people were like you're being fucking pedantic like you're really (laughs) focusing on the wrong thing here they're trying to deal with like these these really tough constraints of programming and then and then i made an entire video i was like guys historically speaking this, these games were incredibly short, like mm-hmm. way shorter than any other CrossFit games has ever happened. If you mm-hmm. just take any like sample seven events, mm-hmm. 60% of them shouldn't be under uh, under five minutes. Yeah. yeah.
0: And everybody was like, shut up. It
2: was like, shut up, Armin, you fucking piece of shit. You don't know what you're talking <laughs> that's about. That's a direct mm-hmm. quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Direct quote. And then Dave Castro. Because the internet. And then Dave Castro is getting interviewed by Tommy Marquez and Sean Woodland. And they're like, what would you change if you were going to do something different? And he's like, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like, uh, so I like the programming, but it was a little on the short side. Like one of the events needed to be a little bit longer, like 12 mm. minutes long, which is exactly.
0: Wow. And went, Aid and help from the
1: least yes. likely person. Mm-hmm. And which part of pro, the programming constraints made them fail to so be able to add more reps to the workouts? I don't know. Do That's more a really
2: good question. And it's like it, people were even like, you're just being really critical, Armin. Why don't you just come up a fucking solution instead of pointing out problems? I was like, I've got a solution for you. Take one of the workouts that was four minutes long mm-hmm. and make it twelve yeah there we go yeah. yep. problem fucking solve it people were really passionate
0: <laughs> about the programming this year i had people coming up and uh asking me about what i thought about the programming that i've never asked about programming in the past and before i could even get anything out of my mouth they're like i really like it it's really great <laughs> and i think it literally comes down to naming conventions like they just prayed on they're like you know fran well, it's friendly, uh, yeah, yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like you know Nancy. What about nasty Nancy? There you go. Mm-hmm. So we've you already entered. Nancy we've, nasty. So now we're entering
1: the remakes phase yeah. of. Uh, uh, well, so it's okay. alliteration. Yeah. People it's, love alliteration. They yeah. love it. Yep. And then you they add something, something
0: that seems kind of, mm-hmm. kind of like what they've done before. It seems accessible. Mm-hmm. Are we? So enter- they're all for it.
3: Yeah, are we entering the remakes phase? Or are we entering yeah. the post James Cameron Terminator phase of the interesting, CrossFit game? Interesting. Interesting. Think is this game's Terminator mm Three, and then we're gonna have Terminator. Uh, 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 fucking salvation. the, the salvation—that's it. The one with Christian Bale as uh, as a non-savior. Then Terminator, Genesis, Genesis, and then then mm. the black mark of all because James Cameron himself was involved. Dark Fate,
1: yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Dark but Fate. For how much do you think you could front squat, Kyle? Now one rep max. When you're back squatting, consistently. when I was back before squatting the knee blew out.
1: <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. Um, I, 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 I how. <laughs> I was like, You're less. Like, this
2: is my maximum. I,
1: I have definitely, when I was squatting before the big first quad injury, I think I was squatting. I was front squatting. I was repping above 300 pounds on something, a little bit low reps. And then I actually later on got stronger post-injury than I was pre-injury, but I was not trying to go for like a heavy uh so when we were battling back squats when we were battling back squats i think i easily i think i in fact i may have even attempted this around that time i probably could have gotten a 315 front squat in there i don't know if there's a north on that at all if because i got a lot stronger but i never was really testing front squat yeah you were just back squatting Yeah,
0: back squatting a lot but mm-hmm. yeah. so how much would you think tia claire to me front squats uh more than me <laughs> <laughs> you'd be correct yes <laughs> Well, hold on,
3: Go hold on. Ahead. Is it more than me, though? I got. Th- I remember getting 3, 4, 335 once. There so she get more than 335 She's for
0: one? She's frighteningly close. Yeah, <laughs> she hit 313.
3: 313. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Good. I feel okay. Yeah, myself, you're still then. stronger okay. than
0: this okay, 135 was, was years ago, am not now.
1: Technically, okay, I'm like right there. I can just pretend like... You know, you could hop much.
0: in on a set with her. Basically,
1: I was one at one point. I was like Australian woman strong, basically. Mm-hmm. Correct. I Word. also
3: had twice the range of motion, so you know, I did twice That's a as good much point. work. That is a good point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no one ever accounts for that. What they should do is do a CrossFit Games where everyone wears two um, hundred pounds um, morphology sandbank. suits. Mm-hmm where everyone's levers become Mm -hmm. equivalent. They're on stilts. You find the tallest person and the heaviest person, and you make everyone that tall and that heavy.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's like the uh, the movie uh, Arena, the uh, yep. the uh, Charles, Charles Band, Band uh, uh Alien Tournament movie, yes. where different aliens of different species fought each other in a blood sports style tournament. But since there were different species of highly different, you know, strengths and abilities, there was some like beam that was on them to equalize their strength. So oh, you no, have giant like bug what? critter fighting yeah. a human and all I never that heard stuff. Of this movie, it's no. it's fucking right. Mean, this is all that pre CGI. Awesome. It's all done in the
1: '80s on a low budget, so it's all just creatures fighting each other, and it's it's like cool. Van
3: Damme tournament martial arts movie are popular. Aliens. aliens and shit. We, so that's our regular bag out of Full Moon production. So let's make an alien martial arts tournament movie. It wasn't
1: necessarily Duh. a good film, but man, that combination of elements kept us renting it over and over again. Mm-hmm. So... And it had, the full, it had the full karate kid arc in it and everything. There's the bad guy, and he represents the bad school that's actually bad. And then he cheats in some way or whatever, and there's corporate stuff, and there's an alien, and there's a guy with really big legs. It had everything you wanted is what I'm
0: saying. You had me at really big legs, <laughs> to be honest. That's,
2: that's everything I've ever wanted. I, I, I'm just really glad that the guy yeah. with the really big legs were in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really big, giant grasshopper alien.
1: Grasshopper legs.
2: So anyway, the CrossFit Games stage one happened, and uh, lots of familiar faces on the women's side, some uh, unfamiliar faces, like Quick. unexpected faces on the men's side. Yeah, interesting. making the top five. Yeah.
3: Quick rundown: You said Quant, Samuel Quant was in there. Anyone else unexpected in the men's? Um,
2: yeah, yeah. On the men's side, two people uh, at least: Justin Maderos. He's a rookie. He qualified mm-hmm. out of uh, the Filthy 150. Mm-hmm. I believe he's the only sanctional winner who qualified for the finals. Um, Jeffrey Adler Canadian guy Uh, he beat out his countrymen the great north hope he is the great north hope (laughs) he's actually the only person who's outside of the United States right now Mm -hmm. to come in Mm -hmm. so everyone else in that top five men and top five women is currently within the confines of the lower 48 Mm -hmm. so they may
0: claim different nationality but that's right Mm
2: -hmm. Um, yeah and then Sam Quant and the other two were um, obviously Matt Fraser and Noah Olsen. Oh, okay. Boy. I didn't know yes. Noah Olson, man. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Best, hairdo. Best hairdo in all across the like far and away better than everybody else except for Matt. Friend of the podcast. Friend Noah of the Olson. podcast, Noah Olsen. Best yeah. hair
0: and most jacked, I think. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it, Built it, like a tank. It really is a it's a comp it's a competition for third place, I would say.
2: Mm. Yeah, Noah is on like another level right I now. I
0: think Adler could be nice. could come on come in second. Adler's really really good. So he's, it depends on how the programming is. Hmm. Yeah,
2: he's crazy strong. I don't know how the running is going to work for him, but we'll see what happens. Running. Yeah. Is he like, a bad runner? I don't know if he's a bad runner, but I know for a fact he's not a great runner. Nah, and he has very little legs. Yeah. He's 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 like a tank. He's like a little miniature tank. He reminds me a lot of uh Tremblay. Trimbley. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. He's that strong. He's that He strong. just happens to be a lot fitter, fitter.
0: Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Just terrifying.
2: Um, yeah. And on the women's side, Tia mm-hmm. just crushed crush everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooke Wells, mm-hmm. second place. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. great strong, performance. Strong second place,
1: but couldn't unfortunately won't be able to make it because Tia just just bit her in the neck and <laughs> drained her blood, drained her blood yeah. <laughs> after one workout and then just uh, pushed her down and then who else? So she's see. out. Haley Adams. Uh, Haley Adams yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Carrie Pierce. Nice. Of
2: and uh, who's the fifth? I f- keep forgetting. Carrie Pierce. Yeah.
0: Katrin Davis' daughter. Katrin Davis' oh, daughter. That's, uh-huh. right. Okay, That's
2: right. Okay, uh-huh. so
3: we got a daughter yeah. in there. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Got them all in there.
2: Sarah Sigmund's daughter had an awful, a truly hmm. awful weekend.
1: I really? mean, like, unbelievably off.
0: Like all, like
1: bad in terms of bad luck? or
0: just... I, would, I would say looking at the programming, none of that stuff looks like stuff. Things she would be good at. Mm. I don't
2: know, because I feel the opposite. I feel like those are all the things that she should be okay at. Because no it's no all gym shit. And she's just like super gym rat. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I feel like she's, she's like better at that that grunty in-person work. Maybe. Which is why she does good at sanctionals. It
2: just seems so weird to me that like she barely front squatted like 255. That's mm. like,
0: that is... She barely front squatted 255? Yeah. You hate to see it.
2: <laughs> I mean, she's listen. She might not be as strong as Tia is, but is she sixty pounds weaker than she is? No fucking way. I, just, I mean, you're telling me she's at eighty percent strength as at Tia. As Tia, that seems a little aggressive to me.
0: Something happened there. Something weird. She just miscounted the weights. Had a men's bar. Maybe. I, I doubt could, it. I could totally see that being a thing. <laughs> I doubt it. uh Pizza. Yeah. So she
2: she had a pretty disappointing weekend. Um The format was interesting Mm -hmm. because they were basically given these time periods in their local time. Like, all right, so from 9 a.m. to noon, you have to do these two workouts. Mm -hmm. From 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., you have to do these two workouts. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, it was like from 9 a.m. to noon, you have to do these two workouts. And then you have from noon until 3 to do the last workout. And... Among that period of time, you don't know how anybody else is mm-hmm. doing so until no everybody has finished. Yeah, yeah. So you but not, even between,
1: to, not even between not even between rounds, knowing. No, it, like you, the
2: only time the only time they started publishing results is that after each one of those blocks. Mm-hmm. So they published results after like noon on the first day when everyone had finished the first two workouts. Gotcha. And then mm-hmm. after six, there was some. So there was some sense, so was some sense but like oh. you know, by the time they published. You know the the end of the first day mm-hmm. for like all the athletes. You know the last athletes to go are on the west coast of the states. So the the time they published that, I mean the athletes in Australia were starting their last event. Like they had uh-huh. already finished the next two <laughs> events, so they didn't really know. It was very interesting to see yeah. to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I mean overall, it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was fine. The yeah. the uh, update show that they did was. A disaster, yeah. but like the competition was fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um the, How? The sh- in what sense was the update show a the disaster? Show just, just the skyping of it all did no, not come together.
2: They they actually they pulled like a bunch of people to the ranch and they mm-hmm. built like a studio there and they did they tried to do like you know some storytelling. I just think they focused on like the absolute worst things to try and tell a story. It was very strange because you know the the perfect example of it was. They had, you know, so going into the last event, Mm -hmm. right, they have this, like, really set of tight races between, you know, basically, like, from fourth to, like, ninth in in both divisions. They're, like, Mm -hmm. anyone... It's anyone's game going into this last event. But, like, in that previous block, they had done events five and event six. Mm -hmm. And they begin the live show by saying, all right, guys, check it out. Here are your... Here are your standings going into event seven. So those are the standings after event six. Like, here's what your current top five is. Here's who's on the bubble. We're going to talk about that in a second. And then they like rewind in time. And like, here's what happened in event five. And then they go over event five and then put up the leaderboard after event five. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you're just confusing people. People looked like I got a ton of people messaging mm. me saying, Oh, the results you're posting aren't accurate. It's different than what they have on the mm. on the live show. I was like, the live show is showing you event five mm-hmm. leaderboard, not the final leaderboard as it is right now. Yeah. Mm. But they would they were doing this really strange thing and they just didn't do a very good job of explaining why they were doing it or what the point of doing it mm-hmm. was. And I think they got really myopic in trying to tell the story the way they would tell the story if it was like in person at the games. Event one, here are the results. Event two, here are the results. But what they should have done was looked at it as like a block is the story. It doesn't really matter what the what the transition from one event to the next event looks like. The important transition is one block of time to the next mm-hmm. block of time because those are that's those where are there's nuts. a gap. That's where a, there's a gap. Right. You know what I mean? It's almost like if they have these events, it's like you know what it'd be like. Uh, 2019 CrossFit Games. They had the Ringer events where mm-hmm. they had this like sprint event and then a one minute break and a sprint event. Mm-hmm. It's like if they did that sprint event and during that one minute break,
0: tried to present to you tried the to standings. present
2: to you the standings real quick mm-hmm. and then after it was over. Or if they did the like, even then they did the sprint event. They had the one minute break. They did the next sprint event. And they didn't really do like a here's what the here's for that one minute what the leaderboards look like, (laughs) because it doesn't fucking matter for one minute what the leaderboards look like. All it matters is what it looks like at the end of it, because as we're experiencing it, it's basically one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So people are very disappointed with just communication overall. Like, I think everybody thought that this was going to be live stream somewhere mm -hmm. and it was not everything was posted after the fact.
4: Oh, interesting. And not even everything,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. They still, like, they still haven't.
2: They still haven't finished like, giving us all the video. They're like
0: CrossFit mm. HQ did a terrible job presenting the games this year. This was complete trash. Right? And I and I don't I mean, I was t- you know, kind of watching but not really watching. I was busy. Mm-hmm. There wasn't and, really anything. And, but to watch. I never felt like I was miscommunicated to. I had no it, I had, I It's I had because no you understood notion. you understood what was happening.
2: CrossFit themselves did a very poor job leading into the CrossFit games of talking about here's what it's going to be like. They Mm -hmm. basically didn't really talk about the fact that there was going to be no live stream of the events. You weren't going to be able to watch it like people Mm -hmm. compete against another. They just did a really subpar job of communicating the actual format to people. So everyone Mm -hmm. was like most people who like kind of tangentially follow along.
0: That's the word I was looking for.
2: They got caught off guard. They were like, what the fuck is this? You're Mm -hmm. telling us what the scores are? We haven't even seen anybody compete. Like, did we miss something? Oh, wait, no. It is never shown.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: I always take well, for granted being friends with one of the best CrossFit news anchors. I know.
2: Jaboy keeps you up to
0: date. And a CrossFit chill.
2: I, listen, role. Yeah, that's right. Everybody <laughs> that watches my stuff knew
1: what was going to happen and knew what to expect. So, Well, in, in a way, it's like going all the way back to what was it? The 09 games or 08 games when we would find out the results on, on Twitter. Twitter then and Twitter. a year later, we would watch Savon Matosian's documentary and finally see the events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. So Time, wasn't around. Strongest, Time is a flat circle. I that wasn't around insane. then. It is indeed. Mm-hmm.
2: But you know Overall fuck it We have uh, the top five fittest In the men's and women's divisions Going
3: to the finals That are yeah. going to take place In Hell
2: Aronis yeah. in And we will weeks.
3: see those things And you know what It'll be a funner competition to watch Because it's cool. five and five
1: And do we feel that These think, short programs yeah. These workouts That do we feel They were a good test of fitness To get us to our top five In each Are these the f- are
0: these the five fittest What do we feel How do we feel That's hard to say That's hard to say I don't I think there's There's a better set of tests Out there Mm-hmm but knowing the limitations on how to run, like, a garage, mm-hmm. you know, programming, it's like, I don't know if there's an opportunity to really showcase, like, something a Brent Fikowski would be good at, mm. you know? Everything kind of lends itself to being, like, I have, low, like, small levers, right? Like, mm-hmm. there is no rope climb event that's going to come up. There is no really mm. long-distance run that's going to come up. There is no swimming that's going to come up. So, it's it's hard to say. Um i i know everybody's gonna point towards like the top of the leaderboard and be like well matt and tia still are number one so it was a good test but mm-hmm. it's I, I don't think that's technically true mm-hmm. they're gonna win at anything you put out there but should should like sam quant should jeff adler be there versus other people should Haley adams be there versus other people mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know
4: yeah I,
2: so. I think that answer that that asks a much more like in-depth philosophical question about the games that no one has ever really felt the need to answer Mm -hmm. which is like is this test complete at some point or do you just stop Mm. right like when they do 15 tests when they do 15 events over the course of three days or four days of competition at, at the crossfit games do they just like arbitrarily stop because it's sunday evening and you know you have to Mm. stop the competition at some point or does it stop at a certain point you're like you know what we did the 15 tests that give us all the information that we need Mm -hmm. and i think this was a situation where they're like fuck it here's seven workouts Mm -hmm. and we're just going to stop at seven because they could have easily added another you know two events or changed one of the events and Mm -hmm. it would have been a much broader test that because there's just there are things that are missing in yeah. what they tested. Well, you know? I think
1: about the aspects that we've always talked about with regard to the games and all of that. Just the idea of testing all of these different domains. Like some one, there has to be that one event in the open that's really fucking long. So they it could has, have done a super long road yeah, or on a half marathon. Yeah, row. that
3: could be counted on. Yeah, lineup.
1: but and also just the idea that even with the games, them being like the, the where the volume itself would begin to become an aspect, where you would see the rookies like your Noah Olsons or your even initially your. Matt Fraser's falling to Rich Froning on day three because they couldn't quite handle the volume. So that becomes an interesting aspect. And all these things that we kind of take for granted as a, as, a, as a big part of that test when I hear, even not having watched the workouts, but just when I hear like, "Oh, they were all pretty short and they were all in a gym and all that, I begin to wonder at what point do uh, those tests begin to factor in and is it too late? Should they have factored in already? I don't know, man.
0: Yeah, like how m- and I also wonder how much of the- the programming was dictated by the video review process. Like I need this to be under 20 minutes. Cause we have eight people that can review mm-hmm. all these, all these films coming in.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I don't know the answers to any of those questions, but this, this particular, you know, the, They're doing. They're doing what they can Mm -hmm. with given what they have to work with in terms of like the scenarios that we're all in. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I'm super excited with the top five on each side. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the top five. But like, cool to see some different names. Yeah,
2: I think it'll be it'll be interesting because you know usually when you see the games, it's like you know from open to whatever's in between to the games. There's like this progression, but generally it all looks kind of the same. Like Mm. whatever happens in the open is like a simplified. Version of whatever happens at sanctionals or regionals, which is a slightly more simplified version of whatever happens at the games Mm -hmm. But they're not different things and it's like this year It feels like what happened at the CrossFit games in the online stage is a different thing than what happened It's just when you look at the events from like the open this year two Mm -hmm. of them were 20 minutes long Yeah, yeah. two of them were 20 minutes long out of five fucking events for the open two of them were 20 minutes long Mm -hmm. and this year the games four out of the six were under five minutes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's just a lot going Have on Have there, there been
1: any kind of internal structural changes within the organization of late? <laughs> 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 His delivery
0: yeah. was so on point there.
2: <laughs> yeah, and also, you know, part of the competition that got really interesting uh, <laughs> was that uh, and since it's all online and it's all published, and in fact they encouraged non-CrossFit Games competitors to do the workouts, we saw one very specific non-CrossFit Games competitor do these workouts. Is it who I think it is? Mr. Richard Garrard. Okay, there oh. we go. Tricky Ricky Ricky. Tricky Ricky Gerard, tricky his workouts. Cliff was tricky hoping Rick- it was Miko Salo.
3: I was, uh, yeah, I, well, no, I was hoping it was Mister uh, Do one round of it and then loop the video oh, over yeah. it over oh, again. And Trevor Works yes, yeah. Trevor Duscheimer. I was yeah. hoping, I was hoping for another one. But Ricky Gerard also, I is he? How is he doing in the All Drug Olympics?
1: <laughs>
2: Ricky Garrard, Ricky according to him and his scores, uh, would have been fifth. He said he would have qualified for this oh, top good. five. Yeah,
1: that, that should yeah. count then. I think.
2: Yeah, I 100 percent agree. Give him that fucking yeah. invite. No. Uh, yeah. Well, this is this is something that a lot of people are confused about. Uh, mm-hmm. Ricky Garrard's sanction is not up until the 2022 CrossFit oh, Games season. So I was he's gonna ask you, hmm. he is not he is not up. And Ricky, does Ricky know
1: that? He does know that. Uh, <laughs> he does know because that. Does Ricky know that? <laughs> because it was a multi-year sanction, and that's yes. how years work, yes. one at a time. It was a,
2: it was a four-year sanction, and the number four works additively <laughs> onto the years previous yes, to it. That's right. It was the
0: 2018 mm-hmm. games, not yes. 2017 It games, was the Chase. 2017
2: games, actually. So uh-huh. he misses 18, 19,
1: 20, and 21 but oh, what? So 22 he can come so Armin, he comes back Armin, I'm going to throw you a curveball But Uh-oh. what if he wants it to be different than that Does that change it? <laughs> Please You know,
2: I think there's a clause In that yes. sanction that if he just wants it hard enough uh, He can come back
1: I mean, a lot, of, a lot of sports movies are premised on that very notion If you want it,
0: it will happen So at that point At that point, Matt Fraser will be working on his Seventh? Or eighth title
2: uh, let's see. This year is fifth. Next year would be sixth. Yeah, the 2022 Please would be seventh. Yeah, the 2022
0: <laughs> would be seventh.
2: And he and well, and you can't Ricky, lose on the seventh year. <laughs> and Ricky wants nothing more than to than to be there to be like. I got uh, beat by Matt uh, Fraser. Well, he, 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 I'm, he, I'm he the one who beat this 30-17, this this 408 year old Matt Fraser. <laughs>
3: well, he, he he's the Clubber Lang there. He's uh, yes. Rocky is out there, you know, uh, battling scrubs yes. there. While Clubber Lang is working out in the garage, he knows he's the best. He's he's taking all the steroids. Yes. He's doing everything yes. he needs to get ready, and exactly. then uh, at the end he'll come and just uh, just clobber rocky unless he's also training with apollo creed right. yes. so can we get carl weathers out there to uh cookville or wherever matt frazier is at to get him to start training how to how to, how to increase his foot speed should get, to get the fast.
2: get the coach from like what is a rocky five or whatever yeah. the most rock, <laughs> most recent one was where he was like you're too old now we gotta build some hurting bombs and like yeah. Matt's just like in his garage he's like i'm 30 i'm not, <laughs> not, not necessarily that old i'm not really that old
3: <laughs> yeah no i uh the uh, the one I remember from that montage curtain bombs is 315 jerks that's 315 right rack <laughs> jerks metal, so metal so, plates metal, and drops which
2: way more ghost rides it from overhead yep, fuck yep. this plate yep yep yep
0: uh yeah no I don't I don't think it's a rocky movie that we're watching. I think it's more like The Last Dance and you're going to mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, this guy can't fucking lose." <laughs> 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 Everybody's just angry at that point. You know how many yeah. people are just going to want Matt Fraser to lose on that seventh mm-hmm. year just in spite. They're like, "This guy can't be beat." Mm-hmm. Dude, he's it, not going to. It's 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 uh there's gonna be a fucking sp- it's gonna be space jam but it's crossfit jam <laughs> and yeah, Bugs Bunny. Cross if he's fitting. still
2: competing in 2022 that would blow my fucking mind you think he won't he'll he'll stop there's before then? i i can i just i really can't picture a, a situation in which
0: where's the cap at what point <laughs> at what point do tia and matt get bored i mean i think i don't know man I honestly don't know. You don't think that video of him, uh, of Ricky calling Matt a uh, cunt, makes uh, you can say Matt. that word? It doesn't yeah, matter. I didn't know if we could on on our YouTube or not. Only with an
3: Australian accent. I, you failed that test, so now you're canceled.
0: I <laughs> shit.
2: I honestly, um, I think Matt is probably using that as a little bit of mm-hmm. motivation, but Matt knows he fucking destroyed. Ricky Garrard at the 2070 Cross Games when Ricky was like juiced to the gills mm-hmm. yeah, like that's all the too. SARMs he could yeah, buy yeah, yeah. and so younger. he was like he's like take more shit like yeah. what do you want me to say and I, I'll give you recommendations yeah. on yes. what you should take and you'll still lose and Matt like you know one of the interesting things about this format that um, you know we never I think arguably no one has ever seen Matt Fraser actually do mm-hmm. The fullest extent of his capacity Mm. Uh, i think he's always 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 pushed very hard but always been aware of the field Mm -hmm. and that's not to say that like oh he should be winning every event it's like you know like the events that he wins he wins by whatever margin he needs Mm -hmm. like uh we saw him try super fucking hard in 2019 after the cut to 10 because he was like all right i need to give Everyone behind me as much time as possible to middle between myself and Noah. So he beat Noah by like two minutes on that Mm -hmm. workout with like the dumbbell work and the pegboard and the the double unders. And Noah still came in second
1: place, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. and he was like, "What the fuck else do you you want a red carpet? What else do you want from me, guys?" He's <laughs> like, Someone
1: "Well, try hard." was like, "Well, Matt, you gotta crush more events and get more people in there between you and Noah." Okay? So
2: yeah, and I think I think one of the things that we learned this That's year point. with this event is that like. We finally found out just how much fitter <laughs> Noah.
0: Uh, how much does Matt Fraser hate Noah Olsen? Like you know, we checked the leaderboard after the seventh minute. He's like, <sighs> 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 "This kid."
2: I think I think we finally found out just how much fitter Matt is than the rest of the field with Friendly Fran because it was the first mm. event of that the. Of mm. so the first event of the game of the event of the mm. online events. Mm-hmm. Uh, You have no fucking idea how anybody else has done. Mm. Matt looks at it and he's like, I can do this unbroken. So obviously, so can everybody else. And therefore, we have to do this really fast. And he does it in like 3.08. And then three and a half hours later, the scores are updated and he beat everyone by 40 seconds. (laughs) Like second place was 40 seconds slower than him Uh, in a workout that took three and a half minutes now here's
1: a question did he then was his first thought damn i showed my hand too early
2: a hundred percent you know for a fact that he looked at those that leaderboard and he was just like come on (laughs) what are you guys doing with all your time you know he was just like why aren't you trying harder every one
0: of you yeah. Noah got second on that one, didn't he? Who
4: <laughs> <laughs> probably had a
0: similar reaction, but, you know, not as positive. <laughs> no, no it was just like, I tried, I literally tried my best. <laughs> and this is, this is as close as I get to scratching so it's like,
2: him. It's like, yeah, like, so Ricky does the workouts. He does them, first of all, the next day, so he yeah. knows what all the scores are to beat. And in one workout, he beat Matt Fraser by like six seconds. Mm-hmm. In a 20-minute workout, he beat Matt Fraser by six seconds.
0: 30-minute workout for possibly 40 minutes. For us? Yeah,
2: for no. us. Yeah, 100%. Doing 90 overhead squats at 185 pounds. Yes.
1: That would take me a week. It would take me about DNF to finish <laughs> most of these currently.
2: Yeah, the, the heat death of the universe yes. is going to come faster than that. There
1: were
0: no time caps. I'm
1: going to complete no. 30 muscle-ups
0: before <laughs> that. <laughs> that is That is a big thing. Yeah. It's like... There's no time caps on these workouts. Oh yeah, you know some of those people at the like lower rings, like mm. that were down in the in the twentieth finishing. They were just like sweet death. Like, is there any <laughs> way not... I can just not sweet finish? Sweet death. <laughs> like, like uh, awful awful Annie. Like, <laughs> is it, I would have been like at ten minutes. I'm gotta, good.
1: You got to drop in that Simpsons clip of just someone laying in a sweat angel. The
0: camera, the, the webcam still recording them. And just
1: <laughs> he's already dead. Yeah, yeah, guys, they
0: closed the gym on me, so that's my video. It wouldn't <laughs> upload for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's forty uh. minutes long.
2: Yeah, so Ricky beats Ricky beats Matt's time by like six seconds yeah. or seven seconds on one of the workouts, nice. and
0: Nancy.
4: he
2: loses his mind. Mm-hmm. Like legit celebrates like he just won the cross because it's game. a bit obnoxious. He calls Matt Fraser a cunt. He's like, you wait for me. You can't. I'm coming
0: for you. And so like, he's
1: he's 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 at least being tasteful about it. So he does. Yeah, that yeah exactly, so, exactly. He's I so, picture it being like. So we uh, can accept him back with grace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pic- picture it yeah. very much being like that scene in Mad Men when the the young the young copywriter gets in the elevator with Draper. And he's like, I don't I don't ever think about you. Do you guys know what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah, I know about? what you're talking about. Yeah, Matt Fraser is, is Draper, he's, he's in, that Draper scene. in that scene. He's
2: like, well, I never think of you. <laughs> now, yeah. in,
1: in fairness to Ricky, um, he is having to deal with uh, the emotional turmoil of being on a tremendous amount of steroids right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really, these kind of, we can't judge these reactions as if they're just on pure push-ups and air. Like, he is on so much trend blown currently I... that... You know, who knows? He can't can't be held responsible for what he's saying. So later on, after he's done drafting off of that, like literally riding a skateboard down a huge hill made entirely of SARMs, when he tries to join five years later, we should accept him because we can't blame him for what he's saying when he's growing a beard on his forehead. (laughs) Could you
0: imagine if that was... If if you're... (laughs) if that witnessing that workout Long was time. your first introduction to crossfit at that box like say you just yeah. walked in you're dropping in to try uh-huh. crossfit out and they're like hey hold on we'll get you in class but we got this going on right now uh-huh. and that's what you first see you're just like <laughs> who's he yelling at <laughs> what is why is he working yes. out by himself yeah. yeah
2: yeah so i don't i don't know i mean i mean he definitely lost his mind uh let's Good. say he was like really uncool about it yeah yeah like like about as uncool about it as you could get It's like cringe. maybe Maybe, yeah. Maybe like turn it down a little bit. Like it's kind of <laughs> cringeworthy how excited. Let's see. let me let me let me put it in like a power ranking mm-hmm. of the most cringeworthy celebrations that should never have been celebrated. Yours your should be on here. Mine's number one, mm-hmm. where I beat beat quote unquote a dead man Graham Holmberg at a workout that he did like. Something that was twice as hard as the workout that I did, mm-hmm. uh, and I and I like lost my fucking mind <laughs> as if, and I still like I'm getting sweat like my palms are getting sweaty just <laughs> just talking about this. It's so, like this is one of those things where you go to bed and you're in you're in bed and you're like your subconscious like oh you're trying to relax. Do you remember when you're a fucking
1: idiot ten years nothing, ago? There's nothing worse than winning a handicapped race and then being shitty about it. <laughs>
2: that was that was exactly it and mm-hmm. i did i ever tell you guys i i apologized to graham holmberg about this like when a did few you years apologize? ago it was a few yeah. years ago i got a chance to like actually mm-hmm. sit down and like talk to him and have a good time whatever mm-hmm. and i was like graham i don't know if you remember this but uh <laughs> you know like the late 2010 <laughs> like, like like you, came, you came you came to Crossville, la and we actually worked out together we met back then and like you know this <laughs> is what he's like mm-hmm. yeah i actually do remember that <laughs>
1: Not the response not, you were hoping yeah, for. Yeah, not like
2: laughing, not like like, oh yeah, that was kinda crazy or wacky, yeah. right? No, like he's like, Yeah. I actually do remember that. And I was like, I'm really sorry, dude. Like that was really weird. Like I, I don't know why that happened. Like it just yeah. it just and he was like, Yeah, don't worry about it. it. It happens. I was like, "Oh my god, mm. I'm so sorry, Grandma you, you, you,
1: you That that's an interesting phenomenon. You have to imagine that that happens to uh, to to CrossFitters a lot, especially when the CrossFit Games. You go around, you try and work out at a gym somewhere. Someone beats you by a little bit while you're just warming up, and then all
0: of a sudden starts flexing on so, you. So yeah, I so picture like, that happens to like a Camille and Julie Fouche a lot, mm, but it probably never happens to Rich. Yeah, Rich will burn down your affiliate. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> dude
2: yeah i think you're
0: right he'll put a propane tank in there and then shoot it i think you, might, I
2: think that's, you that's, might actually be right he just uh, bites your neck and sucks out all of your fitness
0: he is, exactly later you fucking idiot yeah like van
4: so, damme and hard so target like,
3: kicking the propane tank into the gym door firing the shotgun yeah that's what he's gonna do to that
2: yes place. so you know uh Ricky, when when I tell you how embarrassing it is for you to have done what you did this weekend with that celebration, I also have done that. So why did you? What did
1: experience. you do that was so embarrassing? Now I have to know in greater detail. This has been we've talked about we, we've this. We probably. probably yeah, I basically yeah.
2: I basically like I was so excited. Like it was it was like a hard workout for me, <laughs> and I was so excited that I finished in front of Graham Holmberg, 2010 CrossFit Games champion um uh, mm-hmm.
0: r.i.p i, P. I was late like graham homebird he's still alive <laughs> he's very Everybody, much alive the way, he is very much alive just want to make that super clear I, I was at the regionals where we rolled him into the grave <laughs>
2: uh i was just so excited that like you know i like dropped my kettlebell uh. and i was like yeah uh. and then i went over and like i clapped for him and like cheered him on as he like finished the workout nice. and it's like listen i'm a fucking child i was like I was literally a child. Like yeah. I don't know if I could legally drink when, yeah. I, when that happened. So like,
1: Armin's only twenty one now. So this was at least 11, 12 yeah. years ago. Yeah,
2: I was single digit age.
1: Yes, this was in the eighties. Back when we were all
0: I don't think so wearing, think, wearing shoulder pads when we did cross. All I'm but,
2: saying is, as a nine year old, I beat Graham
0: Holberg in nice. a workout. That's
2: all I'm saying. That's that's pretty much. That's I pretty mean, much what I'm saying. That's
0: yeah. th- I don't know if that's impressive because he was still like 60 at that time. Yeah.
2: So anyway, it was really embarrassing. And that is the number one most embarrassing, like should never be celebrating when you're celebrating situation. Interesting. Uh, now and I'm Ricky is now a close second.
1: Now I'm wondering what is my most embarrassing CrossFit related moment? I can't think of. Yeah, uh, I know. Which one? When your knee
4: exploded? Oh yeah, that's true. That probably be it.
0: yeah. I but, feel like that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. That's not embarrassing. That's, that's you went out on your shield.
1: There's there's you know there's good and bad that comes from that. I think there was one time though. I, this is not necessarily embarrassing, but I do think about it a lot. When uh, there was a workout that uh, over at the uh, CrossFit Exesium, rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> it did that itch. one actually is dead actually. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and the workout started with. 20 pull-ups and then there was running you would go outside and run like 400 meters 800 meters and come back into the barbell and i'm like okay I'm pretty good at pull-ups better than most of these fools with my you know kipping pull-ups and whatnot Rock out these pull-ups maintain on the run get back here to this barbell I was the first person off of that barbell and the first person out the door I was the last person back from that run <laughs> <laughs> because I was so heavy from lifting heavy weights at the time that literally I got lapped by an entire class. I, I jumped off the bar all enthusiastically after I completed all of my 20 butterfly pull-ups, ran out the door, and then watched men, women, old people. <laughs> Just everyone lapped me. Like and one person was in. on crutches, yeah, yeah, and the the best part was that i after I finished my pull ups i like I ran out with like with like like like, like, like getting it energy that kind of like all right, gonna maintain this lead, and then I entered with like I'm with fucked defeated up. energy mm-hmm. and everyone saw it <laughs> it wasn't in front of Graham Holmberg, though, so. yeah,
0: you got that going, that's for you. fair yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I've never ever yelled in celebration of anything I've ever done in CrossFit. Cuz there's that imp there's that just that impending knowledge that it it just sucks no matter. <laughs> Even at my best, I'm still getting forward by everybody else that's really good at CrossFit.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that is a uh, that's a perspective I I was not I think, I think that's from wrestling. I did not
0: have at that point. Yeah. I just had my ass kicked so many times that I realized there's always a, you know, like Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon says, there's yeah. always a bigger fish. That's right. And,
2: uh, you know, the 10 years, the 10 intervening years from mm. that moment to this moment. You've done a lot of growing, Armin. I've yeah. gotten my ass kicked a lot since then. Put yeah. you in perspective. Yeah. 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 So, you know, the next time I beat Graham Holberg in a workout that I scale aggressively.
0: You're still going to cheer.
2: I'm, I'm going to cheer
0: on the inside. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna cheer on the outside. You don't spike your barbell in <laughs> <on> his face. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So if you if you were to put an object into reverse time, oh my god, <laughs> to change that moment, what would you put in reverse? Oh,
2: shit. That's a great question. Oh man. Um. Would it be the barbell? And no, it would be. It was a kettlebell workout, so it would have to be the kettlebell that I was using. I would put the kettlebell that I was using in reverse time.
1: You would. You now. You have to have already dropped. it. I would, I would flip know. its entropy. That's
2: right. Mm-hmm. So that it, you know, removes itself through my body, mm-hmm. and
1: I don't have to experience that. Right. Like We're talking when you about slam Tenet it now. transition but is it a barbell or is it detritus from a future so something
2: future war that never Uh, had been okay 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 we're talking about tenet we're doing the hard left we're we're talking tenet so if you haven't seen it uh i guess spoiler alert and if you have seen it we're gonna try and explain it yes or spoiler alert i have no
3: idea we don't need to spend that much time explaining it it does enough of that for itself
1: it's certainly it's mostly it explaining itself (laughs) it is mostly it is mostly it (laughs) (laughs) explaining itself that was a good point
0: right after the movie like my favorite line from the movie was like the chick at the beginning with the bullets she's (laughs) like Yeah, don't try to understand it. (laughs) I was like, "Wow, they could have just left it that." I'm good. I got my dummy cap on. Please talk to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think? Uh, Well, I I have a, you know, it's a, it's a frustrating movie on a lot of levels, just because twenty minutes into the movie, I was really excited about it. I, you know, it's new movie coming out, Christopher Nolan. Let's see. Opens with an incredible action sequence involving a SWAT team that, that that throws us then into an incredible kind of espionage sequence that's very dramatic and gets you on the side of the uh, protagonist and then it throws you from that and takes all that momentum and throws you into this really cool sci- sci-fi movie that it's trying to set up with all of what you were saying, the, the, the science, where science lady starts talking, sciencing it up with some science, science bullets stuff. and we're like, cool, science bullets, rad. So, we you learn about science bullets, it. and at this point in the movie, I am like, I am on board with this movie. And, and then, then it turns into an art heist. Well, no, no, exactly. And you're yes, like, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Fucking
2: yes. kill me. Yes, Who are yes, these yes, people? Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. But then, but then I'll even, I I'll, 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 I I'll break in. it down. I'll I love break, art. I'll break it down. I'll break it down for you, though. Let's moment, let, like a car <laughs> crash. Like, a, like <laughs> a car crash, let's go moment by moment here. So, the first thing we crash into, the first sign of trouble, is old-ass <laughs> Michael Caine. Now, we see Michael Caine in the next bit. Uh, now he our protagonist, all right, now you're uh now you're a science bullet spy. Get after it. This is your inception. Go after it. You need, need a better my, suit. Yeah, need a better suit or whatever. He <laughs> meets Michael Caine. And then they talk for like eight minutes, kind of about the science, but it's feels like it's getting more and more adjacent where suddenly I had to wake myself up and realize, wait, they're talking about some lady or something? What's going on? And then that somehow turns into we get another scene and yet another restaurant where he talks to, to, to Ladyface for like fucking 25 minutes. Are they talking about time science? Are they talking about time bullets? Are they talking about, you know, uh, whatever? No, they're talking about her relationship to Kenneth Branagh and her son and now this art thing. Now the art thing, some there's something to do with steel and art or something, but even now we're like three steps removed from time bullets. And then the film just leans into that for the next 45 fucking minutes and is entirely a film about people in rooms explaining plot that exists holy for its own sake about an art thing and her divorce a guy a fucking who sh- who gives a shit for 45 minutes into this fucking thing it goes for a while <laughs> but it, uh... <laughs> the reason why i'm laughing Sorry. so hard
2: is because we watched this
1: movie and you could hear me talking the whole time in <laughs> no, your head so
2: we it was like myself and katie and it was chase and aiden and yeah. they had already seen it the yep. day before, so we mm-hmm. watch together, and then after it's over, we walk out. And Katie's like, "What the fuck was all that art stuff about?" And I was—I remember looking at. It, I was like, "Yeah, you immediately should have just stopped paying yeah. attention because none of that had yeah. anything to do with the movie yeah. at all. It was all just like, this is this is the road to which we take." It's a like, long winding path to get long, somewhere.
1: You learn the wrong lesson from the concept of, of the MacGuffin. The idea of the MacGuffin <laughs> is to simplify things, it is not to add 40 minutes of extra plot. And, and you can tell he knows it's not playing in these scenes because, in scenes where the camera's sitting still, pointing at people in restaurants with soft lighting, the score is going. Yeah, The whole time in the background, gotta have some tension because there's just you can just and they're all talking so fast and pretty soon at a at a point at a point he he knows like. You have scenes where these poor fucking actors are having to sit on a goddamn sailboat that's going 80 miles an hour and talking into headsets. Just, it's like, um, but maybe just write a scene that someone would want to watch that had something to do with time bullets or the characters giving a shit about anything. Like, we spend 20 minutes with her basically trying to justify two protagonist man why it does make rational sense that she loves her child (laughs) 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 and then we get what do we actually get in terms of interaction between her and her child she kind of like one shot exterior boarding school she kind of like takes the child through a gate and like shoves like here you little fucker shoves him into a car and closes the door and it's like and that's All of Christopher Nolan. Like when you're thinking, like, why is this movie so broken the whole time? That's what it is. He like all you need. That is what mothers do to children. That's exactly what I'm saying. He's not, though. He's like some guy from fucking Chicago who got sent to a fucking boarding school by parents who didn't want to touch him except kind of on the shoulder. And you can feel it because it's real easy. Instead of the entire art heist, you could have had, like, the kid wake up and the mom, like, bring him milk and, like, rub his head and then have some little secret something between the two of them or whatever. And I don't doubt he has an elaborate series of rationalizations that for him avoiding that. Like, well, I didn't want the audience to experience the child because she's being deprived of... Fuck you. It's like, the, the answer really is not... <laughs> the answer is not... The answer is not 20 minutes of her explaining that thanks to her gangster husband, yada yada, this is why you shouldn't doubt, in fact, that I am very soberly in love with my child. (laughs) And that's the fuck... And every other aspect of the movie. You can see, like, well, Kenneth Branagh, he's an evil guy. He should probably have some quasi-spiritual motivation. I'm not going to spoil it for what he ultimately has planned. But instead... It's just more plot heaped upon plot, heaped upon plot, so that at the end, the characters have nothing left to say except literally stating this kind of very thin subtext, like, If I can't have you, no one can. Like, they're literally, that's a direct quote from the movie. That's what happens. Said multiple times. Said multiple times. At least twice. That's supposed to be the subtext. Christopher Nolan they're supposed you're supposed to take that write that line put it in brackets and think we got to come up with a line that means this later and then you don't just have the actors say it and you can see the pain behind behind Branagh's eyes where he's like this guy isn't pretending he's British is he this director he's from fucking Chicago okay this is like I am Kenneth fucking Branagh and now I directed Shakespeare I directed Shakespeare and now I'm being forced to say out loud if I can't have you no one can Multiple times, and then finally when and this is when it all gets to it. There's a moment when he's on a boat with the tall face lady, and she's fucking doing tall whatever. That, 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 that's another what fucking it problem, by the
3: way. The fact that the the lead female character yeah. is six it's foot like three, feet tall. six foot three, and the lead male character is five foot eight. You now that guy is not tall. <laughs> and if you so ask if you Christopher
1: them- Nolan, he would say that shouldn't be important. I agree, it shouldn't be, but it is. So start <laughs> putting it in your fucking movie. No. <laughs> okay, so then, but but if you want to see another movie that perfectly, another moment where it's just right when it pushes past the point of absurdity, it's like protagonist a guy, and he's running through the thing, and he's about to do something action-y in some location, and that corresponds to Kenneth Brannow doing something with Tall Chick on a boat somewhere, and we already... God, they've spent so much of the movie explaining why the characters are doing what they're doing. Of course, it still doesn't quite make sense. And you feel that Nolan also understands this because rather than giving Branow any kind of spiritual motivation for his kind of impo- apocalyptic apocalyptic ambitions he tries to make it all very literal and material and he knows it's not playing so when we finally get to the moment the, the decisive moment of the movie literally they trap protagonist man momentarily behind a fence and he's like fence, fence, oh no I'm behind a fence what I should do is have a cell phone conversation with Kenneth Branagh, who's on the boat and Kenneth Branagh calls him on the phone <laughs> and just is like just in case In case it was unclear why I'm doing what I'm doing, because again, I know it seems weird that me, who's a Russian gangster who's only concerned with money, would be doing these jihad-like actions, you know? Why would I be doing this? Uh, so I thought I would just, you know, give you... Are you What are you? Are you busy? Are you busy? No, I'm caught behind this fence, so it's actually kind of perfect. I would be going forward with the movie, but this fence is in my way. He calls actually, him on the phone. That, that entire conversation the
2: starts with him calling his henchman and saying, hand him the phone.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. So that we can then talk. And then you're like, this seems like it's slowing things down. And then your mind drifts. And then your mind comes back to the movie and that scene is still going on. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, bye. I just really before I'm about to get killed, so I really wanted to make sure that everyone knew that that I had thought of all of the reasons that the writer has thought of all the reasons for the character to be doing all the things. Okay, all right, bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. And hangs up.
0: Well, you know, I quite liked it. Yeah. I mean
1: the, <laughs> but that's the thing, is that the science shit was cool.
0: That's what it,
2: he wanted to do. It, clearly. It had it had so many like really cool
3: things going yeah. for it. The reverse feel... he fights, the fight went one way and then yeah. the other way, yeah. and he was kind of losing at the beginning, but then won at the end. But then when it was reversed, it was the same pattern. He was kind of losing at the beginning, but it won at the end. Chris... So each version of the yeah. fight, he kind of won that. Yeah. That was a great sequence. That's, That's like, a... I wish I'd come up with that sequence. That's awesome. You you God, are. Cool. He's a
1: clever, clever boy. <laughs> that is a yeah. clever, <laughs> clever
3: idea.
2: But yeah, he dropped the ball in a couple like really key things. Uh, one was the was just like the fact that you couldn't understand a word anybody was saying like yeah everybody was either talking way too fast or the mix was <laughs> I argue, up.
3: i will argue that improved couple, it yeah. i would argue that improved it because you didn't really need to hear it though yeah honestly, that's what i've
1: been saying but no no, no but here's the thing <laughs> but here's the but, but it's it's an outgrowth of all the same shit because it's like he doesn't want characters that he has to think about who like have like a mom and a son who have like a kind. he wants conduits for his fun science ideas and he and as a result you know, the that's why the characters are all wearing masks or why they all are talking through things. They, that's why, why they see
2: things like, I'm the
1: protagonist. Or like, why am I here? You're the only one. W- <laughs> not even get there. But I'm the protagonist. Oh, Jesus Christ! I oh am the God. protagonist. I swear, I swear <sighs> to fucking God, I forgot about that until right now. <laughs> how did you forget about that? That I seems really I think it's I blocked like, it out like a trauma. They say it
0: multiple times.
1: But
2: there's, um, there's just there, so that that was kind of annoying to me. The sciencey talk, like all the not the science talk, but like the bullshit non-sciencey thing, like all the painting stuff. All the but I really enjoyed all the painting stuff. I
0: didn't understand why it was there, and I didn't understand how it was being held over her head. <laughs> did uh, yeah. did that, anyone else get that? No, no. Like, he does such does a him...
2: shit job of like Michael Caine's uh, Cockney accent does not explain very well why. And what happens there's to There's any leverage there? What happens to all these people? <laughs> what happens to all these people? I don't uh, know. They're all moving backwards. Who knows? But the uh, thing is,
1: like when you make it to the end sequences, you realize, okay. This is the movie. He, this is the part he wanted to make. Like, Christopher Nolan is like a guy who wants to make really dope Portal fan films. You know, it's like he was like a really clever idea. It's like this will go forward and this will go backward. It's a time pincer movement, which, God, they spend a lot of time. By the way, and I love that Aaron Taylor Johnson's in the movie playing clearly the role Tom Hardy turned down. <laughs> He's like, there is just the beard soldier, and you see him actively get bored. <laughs> with his own part while he's halfway through the presentation <laughs> of the assault the time pincer assault. Like, in the early stage, so he's like, alright, well, they this for? And then, like, near the... when he entertains the eighth question from the audience, <laughs> like, the eighth or ninth question from the audience, you can see that as an actor, he's channeling his own boredom with this part, and he's like, you're right, I can see why Tom Hardy turned this down. And that's, and but then but that's the cool thing is you can see with the the time fight and everything like okay this is the cool portal fan film he wanted to make but you can see that he actively resents the presence of having to unlike a if this were a hard science fiction novel and you could just write, his name is Manning and he does science. Like, people in movies want to see scenes where there's like, oh, there's a child and there's a person. And I see these other movies and other people who I don't think are as smart as me seem to nail it. But I will outsmart them with a, by, by overwhelming them with, with justifications for emotions and circumvent any na- need for spirituality or anything emotional in my films. And it's not working. I think.
2: I think something that we saw where Nolan like has a a really strong weak point. A really strong weak point. A really big weak weakness.
3: Achilles heel is an Achilles
2: heel, if you would, is like the opening action sequence of the Dark Knight Mm -hmm. is like nonsense. It makes mm-hmm. almost no sense. Mm-hmm. Not not the Joker one, the, yeah, yeah. the Batman one in the parking garage. I don't know if you guys remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it makes like no sense. It just yeah. you like trying to follow who's doing what and why, and yes. then there's like the reveal of it's a different yes. Batman. Like it makes no sense. And that gets compounded by the fact that he refuses to like do the science fiction action movie thing around the turnstile and like make it very fucking clear what mm. this thing does. So, so, like, the first time you get introduced into, like, the turnstile that's supposed to be, like, uh, and then the soldiers come in, and then they do the, the reverse, and he goes in reverse, and it's like...
0: I, a feel time like, I feel like, this,
2: I feel a time like the scene leading Pinson up to Pinson that yeah. would have been completely different in someone else's hands. They would have been like, it's a fucking turnstile. Yeah. Oh, my God. What are those? I've only read about those. <laughs> yeah, they let you do that. And it's like, <laughs> oh, there's no fucking explanation. He just does it. Yeah, and yeah. then not only does he just do it and, and you're like, okay, my, it doesn't and like they throw it away. It's like, no, he does it. And then that concept is fucking critical to understanding Anything else that happens from that point forward? Mm-hmm.
3: I don't follow what you're talking about there. You're talking about when it goes into the one. You're like like blasting through the exposition about the turnstile thing,
1: ah, rather right. than spending a large portion of the film. Maybe just talking about that instead of the other shit. You, you literally know? Could, have
2: like, first act legend, could have been like legend. Like rumor has yeah, it that there it. are these machines it. that are around the world yeah, that
0: yeah. allow you to use it. And nah, it's like I really like crashing the airplane. <laughs> that was really sick. That just... was pretty sick. Well, that here's was cool.
1: like, and here's the question: Is like so much time is spent on that piece of art? Can anyone tell me what it? was of I, what it means any of that i, I, I
0: don't stuff. like and in it and it comes back to it later in the movie because yeah. he's like you thought that was the one but i had the one right here i yeah. still have this hold over your head i was like i don't understand why fuck? she can't just leave why is this art thing so important I,
2: I like, he came back i honestly don't remember that don't remember at remember all happening.
0: he's like "Ha, ah, you idiot i
1: knew but ima- imagine imagine which actually yeah, that actually has fantastic symbolic potential that that is the regard that 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 Christopher Nolan has and he's supposed to be an artist ostensibly uh, for art. Now the science has given so much love and care but imagine how much emotional, symbolic, or otherwise freight the content of whatever the piece of art could have been. It was a painting that meant something or symbolized something or represented the love for her child in some Big way. Old battle he dick. doesn't fucking address doesn't it because he's like, you know why it's unimportant? Because it's just made up fucking stories about characters. What's it Important is science. I'm like, that's a real problem. If you're a filmmaker, dude, <laughs> that's a big problem. Yeah, you know, and that's why most of the characters wear masks over their faces, look exactly the or look exactly the same, like everyone does in Dunkirk, and then just shout explanations at each other. For two and a half hours under, and then in the middle, there's like an awesome portal fan film where, like, what if time went backwards and forwards? And you're like, dope! I can't wait to see the YouTube side by side video that will be spawned it felt by this like movie. That, right? It felt like you know? the entire.
2: I was like, man, he's really leaning into the entire uh, cottage industry of YouTubers yes. explaining his movies.
1: Yeah. Like, and he just so,
2: he's trying to create another Inception.
1: But think about how much more energized and buoyant those incredible sequences would be if he had not punished us with 45 minutes of art talk like i get it you fetishize ritzy british stuff because you're just some guy from chicago but like this is not how james bond works okay it's not just fancy rooms and people talking about anonymous characters it, like that's not it it's like that it, 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 it you didn't whisk us away into anything You. Ground us down into exhaustion, and then delivered us just enough portal fan film to make us go "oh," and then we then ground us down for another, and then literally ramp up into your final moment where will the world do whatever, and Kenneth Branagh is like, "Stop." Let's have a twenty-minute phone conversation. Fence, 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 I, fence.
4: I <laughs> have a fence, Fitbit on.
2: The fence thing was fantastic too. It was another ah, example. It was another ah, example of him just like, I feel like losing a more, action, just like I'm, completely losing any sort of sense of like where are they or why are they doing these. things I feel things like right you'd now. have like
0: a chess monitor on and not a Fitbit. Yeah, you think that wouldn't that be more accurate and more constant? Know. I feel like the Fitbit. Needs I don't charged. think that's
1: where the film is. Like, imagine instead. It doesn't, if, <laughs> Imagine instead if he were just the type of character that might want to do the thing I know. that the character ultimately wants to do. Because think
3: about it. The only reason for the Fitbit is because he's trying to contrive a reason why a Russian gangster, who otherwise would be just selfishly interested in material gain, would want to destroy the world. Why does he have that kind of character in that kind of movie? Well, because at some point the message was transmitted, make it like James Bond. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay, what are kind of James Bond? He was Russian Beautiful woman, art—that's good enough. No, but then big, left sad. with a problem. Okay, but the 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 Russian guy who's the bad guy. What your plot requires him to do is want to destroy the world. So, oughtn't you oughtn't create you? a character who would want to destroy the world organically mm-hmm. by the nature of the character and who they are?
1: No. And, and certainly, certainly, were you to do something like like create a Russian gangster who really. You can't... It's hard. It's hard to sell that. If you were to create him and make that be his motivation, just, just let it lie. It Just just let it not make sense. What you shouldn't do, God forbid, is have don't everybody do, explain it for 55 minutes of screen time. <laughs> don't spend 55 minutes of screen time explaining, trying to make it work. Just, just say... Just have him twist his... Literally, if Kenneth Branagh early on in the movie had twisted a literal mustache and said, at last... My plans will succeed to destroy the world. But then we had saved 40 minutes of screen time of people talking about art and shit, removed that, and then it was just like, portal fan film, portal fan film, pincer movement, bored Aaron Taylor Johnson pretending to be Tom Hardy, and Robert Pattinson exits the movie, forget who he is, and then we're gone. If that had been the movie, I think that I could have enjoyed those action sequences a lot more.
2: It is kind of strange to me that, you know, like the fine, like you could tell, I think you could kind of tell like what, he was, like, really excited to, like, do and talk about. Like, you mm-hmm. know, he was like, you yeah, know Yeah, that what? fight
0: scene in the kitchen. Yeah, that slaps.
2: He's like, I want to have, like, that, 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 yeah, I want to have, like, this... Really super uh, manly emotional bro moment where like the guy who thinks that they just met actually they've known each other their mm. entire lives, bro.
4: Yeah. That like hit how, for me. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's yeah, hell yeah. fine. That's I like that's that was yeah That's, that's yeah. what I mean. It's
2: like you can tell. Like that's he's. You can almost like see him reverse engineering. Like how do I build that story? Mm-hmm. It's like 50 first dates, but sci fi yeah. action. Let's Holy do that. shit! <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like Thanks. it's like oh, it. that's that's pretty sick. But then. In that same scene, who is it? Aaron what? Who is that guy? Aaron Taylor
1: Johnson. Why is he in <laughs> that his, scene? He's there with his, his science fiction stick. He's in
2: that scene too. <laughs> just like... And just, I was like... You guys
0: going to
1: suck each other off for <laughs> so I yes. going. He, has, he has the resonator from Masters of the Universe with him. Yep. Actually, by the way, which, which is the dopest part in the movie. Like the fact that they emerge out of that and he's just holding like a, a dope science fiction spe- s- scepter, spoilers I guess from the future. This shall like, destroy
3: the world, bury yeah. its pieces far away.
1: It's like, that's kind of the thing I was most okay with in the whole movie. I'm like, rad. I'm
0: yeah, glad they went there.
2: I, I, but I still am not 100% sure like stick. we meet his character about halfway
0: <laughs> through the movie, two thirds of the way well, through the, the movie. we had to have someone tell us what a pincer movement was. Why?
2: Why, why? was he one of the like? Why couldn't? Why was there three people at the end there? I don't
1: know. I. Mean, it just seemed really weird well, yeah, to me no. that this well, guy that we didn't. We know... We had to introduce again the like I said before the characters. He doesn't need characters. He needs conduits. Who and do you the, think recruited I, me? No, the whole first part, the whole last polar part of the movement is his idea. Oh, even at scale, like for the entire like like heist thing with him in the, uh, the SWAT team thing where he punchy punchy punch that's the whole small scale pincer movement and then he's also like this would also work even as a military operation with helicopters and shit I just made Dunkirk and so he needed what did he need he needed a conduit for all the military words I need military guys I need military words we'll just write him in and then Tom Hardy was like listen I love you Chris but I'm doing another I'm doing real acting right now Venom (laughs) 2 and so he turned it down he called Quicksilver the, the one from Marvel, not the cool yeah. one. That from, guy? Yeah.
2: Was the guy with the beard?
1: Yeah. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. The guy from Kick-Ass? Kick-Ass, yeah, yeah.
2: Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Does he actually handsome. have that accent?
1: Or, or he's is British. that a she fake accent? He's British, yeah. He's yeah. British. What yeah. the yeah. fuck? He's super British, yeah. yeah.
2: That, I did not yeah. realize that.
1: But uh, he's, he's bulked up a little. He has a beard. He's going full Tom Hardy now, obviously. And he's like, this is my chance, you know. And then, like Tom Hardy, he, I'm sure he got bored. Saying that dialogue, so um, yeah. Sick. Do you
2: think you're in charge? Do you feel it? Like
0: definitely you're in was charge? a Tom Hardy role. It was a it was a Tom Hardy role. Yeah, and Tom yeah. Hardy loves wearing masks. He does. So th- perfect I think, movie for him. I think mm-hmm. the next step,
2: and this will never happen because Christopher Nolan will refuses probably do this sort of thing is honestly Tenet should have just been like a 10 episode miniseries on HBO. Mm. Like it would have been fucking dope and he could have done all the art shit that he could have had Four episodes of art. Shit. I don't think
1: the arts that shit would have benefited. Honestly, the 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 mode of storytelling honestly feels very Netflix to me because it's so textual. It's so about let's sit down and explain this shit for forty five minutes. Uh, so honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if he's been binging a lot of Netflix lately. But honestly, it wouldn't have benefited be in the same way that like Daredevil whatever didn't benefit from being nineteen fucking episodes, and that it just would have been more scenes of more people saying words they didn't need to say. But why am I here? You're the only one I trust to identify the painting. That is a literal quote from the movie where the characters were just explaining to each other why they were there. Anyway. Well, you got to do that sometimes. Yeah, I tell you what. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't.
0: I'm the protagonist.
1: And that's, that's what's frustrating about it, isn't it? Exactly you know t- I you know already what, told you.
0: You know what would be fun? Is if you guys went Back and watch that movie and you didn't know what the word protagonist meant and you didn't you couldn't look it up there the uh. let's just pretend you didn't know what protagonist meant now watch the movie it's <laughs> like what the oh, man. is that like the a fuck disease
1: like you can't say protagonist and make people think you've thought hard about stories and stuff because no that goes directly against the idea of instead saying no not short scene with mom and child early on in film, 45-minute scene in restaurant where she justifies it instead. Yeah, it's a... But it's like, I feel that something's wrong here. I'm going to say, have my character say he's the protagonist over and over again so people will say, what I really like is that Christopher Nolan thinks deeply about his stories. You can tell that. I'm
3: like, yeah, I guess. Was he perhaps in fact worried? Did it come out subconsciously or consciously, the fact that he, realized, film he realized as he was writing it that... Wait a second, this guy who's theoretically the protagonist of the story doesn't actually have any characteristics at all. How are people even going to know he's the protagonist?
1: Not only did it occur to him, but the film and literal scenes in it <clears throat> that people had to perform and breathe air in which to do on set in that existed in reality were written because he became more and more aware of that. I feel like he was like, well, the thing is, like, who is the protagonist? And he thinks he's Robert leading... Yeah, it's like, oh, exactly. wait, no, wait, no, no, no. Yeah, he's exactly. like, he thinks... Be. But all that stuff was like, oh, I, I think I'm leading my... I think I'm the one who's in control, but it's only after the event is over that then I realize I was out of control, but they were in control the whole time. All that shit that's in the fucking movie, all that, again, which sounds smart, but contains nothing... <laughs> All of that shit is there and that's how you arrive at him saying that he's the protagonist at the goddamn end of the movie because you realize it's basically elaborate rationalistic circumventions for writing a character where writing a movie where your main character, your main point of audience identification, audience identification knows very little, affects little, has no internal life whatsoever. Well, he's bamboozled himself. Well,
0: He hired himself. No. Okay. I
2: think there's an alternate explanation as to why he says I'm the protagonist. And he says it because he needs his, like, weird, fake James Bond, science yep. fiction James Bond, to have a catchphrase. Yeah, And it's a slam dunk because, again, spoiler alert, Kills when home girl. the first time he says, I'm the protagonist, the mm-hmm. first time he, he, we hear that is the lady telling him, what, you think you're the only one who can save the world? You think yes. you're the protagonist? Yes. And then he murders her. Yep. And he goes, guess what, bitch? I'm the fucking protagonist. I'm the main character in your entire life. Not
3: not as good as Shaken, Not Stirred. It's basically there, though. I'm Scary Terry, (sighs) bitch.
1: And the thing is, but by the way... I almost choked. I was swallowing when <laughs> you said
2: that and I almost choked to death. That was great.
1: But even if I'm sure when everyone runs it backwards on YouTube, we're going to hear all about it. I'm like, actually, if you realize in the shot at the end of the car, he's the mastermind and she was working for him. And then inertially, it goes backwards and all of that. It's like, it doesn't make it not a punishing experience
0: to watch. Yeah. So who cares? Yeah, you know? I can't wait to see those YouTube videos.
2: Did he catch, did he, did he use a reverse bullet or a real bullet when he killed her at the end there?
1: Who and Cause what, like if he's what used, was the movie even? Because <laughs> if
2: he's using like a reverse bullet, doesn't that mean that she would like get into the car at some point and there would be like a bullet hole like directly in front of her and she'd be like, that's this strange. Is sign. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that there? Yeah, I well, I, let's just make sure nobody sits behind me. Yeah, yeah You're forgetting what the science
0: movie. lady said and she said, don't try to understand it. Yeah, and there you go. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a big, broad, anyway, you know, philosophical I mean, view on mm-hmm. life. If
2: you if you can pick the right moments of that movie to leave the theater and or stop paying attention, mm-hmm. it actually is pretty good.
1: No, here, but here's like, here is. Uh, 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 Here's another version of the movie. Like, cut out 40 minutes of it, replace a title card that says, steal painting, and then just move on. You know, like, there's so many things, conversations to justify that, because really, if you just skip that part, and we all own Apple TVs now, we can skip that part. I bet that makes just watching the first 20 minutes and then some of those other parts pretty rad. You
3: see, this is what made silent movies so much better. You could cut out a 40-minute scene of exposition with a single title card. Exactly. Get you from one sequence where something happens to another.
2: There's gotta be some like, less than 15-word way of setting up between two characters why they need to break into the freeholds. Oh, obviously. We could do that that here. That's no problem. The free ports, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's got... You know for a fact... There's a thing in here. Mm -hmm. There's got to... There's there's just... They spent so much time talking about that.
1: The important thing to remember is that there is... and. There is always a justification of any length to fit any action. Because whatever the actions are in a movie, they are purely symbolic. Let's not lose sight of that for a minute. These are fictional characters. This is a fictional world. So literally, whatever happens is a symbolic action that is symbolic of something that the movie is about. So every bit of justification or explanation is there because that justification explanation is part of the texture or the suspense of the movie or whatever you're doing. So it's not a question of is there a simpler way, but it's that Christopher Nolan, for various reasons and some of them a bit broken and fighting with each other, has ended up in a place where he feels there needs and should be this much goddamn talking in the movie. He thinks he's doing something. Well, he's making a smart man's James Bond. Yeah, or whatever. Science fiction James Bond. And so I'm just trying to, and we're just basically doing our Best shot to figure out what that is,
0: and that's and that's what the the cheese grater in that Mm -hmm. in that fight scene in the restaurant was really about. Yes, that That is the art piece of this movie. That was
1: a rad sequence, though. That is a rad sequence. So
0: that's what the whole time I was like, man, he knows how to make fight scenes fucking slap.
1: Yeah, no, that was good.
0: But I felt that in my chair.
1: I dig it. I dig it. I dug that.
3: The texture of the cheese grater. We know what that texture is like. He's using unintentionally using an aspect of real real filmmaking. (laughs) That uh, that is that is useful for communicating. Something.
1: This is here's here's what here's what here's my recommendation. Rating Here, here's my Chris here's my recommendation. To Christopher Nolan. here's my recommendation. Chris, you're in your kitchen. You're like. Ugh. I feel like my films need something else, and you're, you're grating cheese as you do because he's making nachos. He's from mm-hmm. Chicago. Um, <laughs> he's grating cheese over his nachos for his for his Chicago style for, pizza. His, for his Chicago his style glizzy, nachos. His Chicago glizzy. That's right. He's he's grating some he's grating some he's grating some he's grating some some, some, mo- some mozzarella cheese, and then he's he's feeling this cheese grater and he's thinking this is an interesting detail, you know, like how Michael Mann does research and he brings those interesting details into stuff. This is an interesting detail. Cheese grater as a weapon. No one's done this. Be unique violence like Francis. Ford. I'm gonna say, good, good boy. That you should do that. But put the cheese grater down. Turn to your right. You have children. Pay attention to them. Talk to them, and then integrate some of that into the movie. Okay, because that's an important part. I or I realize that's they're probably. The breakdown. I realize they're probably hundreds of miles away in boarding school, where you're trying to beat British no. accents into them too. But. Just turn. Just just have a conversation with them, and maybe you can figure out a way to a, a more efficient way to circumvent the alleged good. D- yeah, good boy.
0: Misun, misun, instructions unclear, misunderstood, yeah. and I tucked in a cheese grater Because yeah. <laughs> it's not about
1: time. It's really about the fact that because he's because it's about the fact that like it, it just ends up by necessity being bad dialogue because it's all about my son is my heart and the fear in my heart is my husband who has my fear and all, like all just really trite emotion words and the same way he in science scenes throws a lot of science words he now just picks emotion words. The problem, and uses them. yeah, the real Fear, problem there. Heart, desire, yeah.
2: right? oh, like the real betrayal. problem there is like uh, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people yeah. don't give a fuck about the science words, but everyone has felt something yes. at some point or another. So yes. the science is like I don't give a shit right over the head. The feelings yeah, yeah. are like. That doesn't sound right. And truly, <laughs> truly,
1: truly, truly... Christopher
2: truly. Nolan bot is yet again writing feelings.
1: But by the way, as a thought experiment... If um, I can't have you, no, no one, one can. can. <laughs> dude, that is a, what I say
2: to my uh, my burgers every time I
1: have one. Dude, as a thought experiment, think about this. This is cool. Think about the idea of the entire movie not explaining what the time stuff was at all. In fact, never having a word in it until we get to bored aaron taylor johnson pincer movement at the end in other words we see things go forward he ends up in a loopy do we see it go forward we see it go backwards we see the fight scene one way we see other things go the other way we do all of the things but at no point we explain what any of that stuff is i'm not even saying that that would be a better movie because there's a lot of problems there and i dug a lot of the stuff earlier in the movie But at least then, you could just turn on that movie and do a bunch of rad stuff that would make you really, really, really want some answers by about 40 minutes in. And then when Aaron Taylor-Johnson was like, all right, here's the deal. Time goes forward, backwards, we're getting shit happening, this pincer movement. We'd be like, got got it, more action, please. And then we would jump back into that stuff. Instead, that scene, which maybe needed to happen once, happens, I think I counted, 78 different times in the movie. (laughs) I counted 78
3: times and each one of them is 9 minutes long. So. or to take an even uh, smaller subplot there. We want to communicate the idea that just for dramatic purposes so we care that a mother loves her child. <laughs> so, so That's hard. So, You're so, going to need 40 45 minutes so, so, of talking so, for that. So I, she? An, an, an option would be an option would be to show a scene where mother and child occupy the same frame, exchange words, maybe hugs, make physical feelings, contact, physical contact maybe with each other.
1: block it such that the child is laying against the mother's chest, but then a Russian guy comes in and strips the child away in some way so that we can actually see that. Instead, talky talky
3: talky talk and then five minutes later, get in the car, you <laughs> little fucker. And that's the whole thing. But it is a symptom of the larger thing, because, again, the option could be This this is the idea to communicate. All that had to be communicated. Mother loves child. So the simple route of showing mother love child was so icky and so outside of the realm of anything he could actually see himself doing, the only way he could communicate it was justify rationalistically the emotions in the same way that I justify rationalistically science things with lots of complex dialogue, using all those words to geometrically arrange things to the point where you understand rationally that... A mother does love her child. And that would be fine. She kind of does. Yeah. But that's the thing. Yeah. She wanted to leave.
1: Yeah, she did. That's obvious. But the thing is, like, if it were properly dramatized in some way so that we felt it even more, like, we realized, oh, shit, this is a story about gangsters and about how, like, loyalty runs deep and what that means about blood and the child is her blood and that's what he doesn't understand or whatever the thing is anything that would reinforce something about that might be worth 40 minutes of talking but it's all about the mechanics of like leverage and extortion and all these material clinical measurable things and this is why circumstantially I cannot save my child at the present moment that's not dramatizing anything that's just justifying shit retroactively. yeah like
2: uh, I think they even spent like 10 minutes in there explaining precisely why the free port was so important. Yeah.
1: There's no reason to do that. There are literal scenes where there's three people standing in a square just walking you through the heist in a way that is not explained visually in any interesting way and there's a 360 camera going around them in a circle There's no reason for that
0: Robert Pattinson does look good from 360 degrees. The alchemist
2: the alchemist guy from Inception is in this movie too Yeah he's in it briefly Yeah yeah In that scene I don't even remember He flies Well he doesn't
0: fly the plane he drives the plane and then he also drives a boat Oh yeah that guy Yeah, He's driving the van He's tangentially aware of all these different people moving at different times he's just like i just i just saw robert pattinson but ah fuck it okay yeah i got the plane and then like later he's like that bitch just jumped off this boat but then i just uh, mm-hmm. all right whatever yeah yeah <laughs> that's how i imagine his character the whole time
4: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, just completely
0: confused he's <laughs> like this is not worth the hundred dollars i agreed to
2: fuck it i can't wait until the next chris for yep. movie
1: so pumped I tell you what <laughs> I mean, man...
0: Christopher Nolan makes Rick and Morty. That's
1: that's the thing, is that that's, what, that's what's frustrating, is that there's so much good stuff, but it needed to be edited. And unfortunately, the fact that he has made many, many, many good films up to this point has got him a position where that editing is not to that... It's gotten him to a place where someone... It's, we're getting to Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace territory here, where it's just someone needed to say, like, this is not a screenplay for a movie. Like, this whole middle part about art for 40 minutes just should not 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 be there man and it's going to drag the entire nolan. thing into the ground like a fucking anvil i know and then it's a, but it's in the movie now and it's probably in the movie because christopher nolan is like no i will use my sophisticated knowledge as a filmmaker to make this work and he's and it's just it's not paying off quite the same way anymore and I hate to see it.
0: yeah you hate to see
1: it
2: well, that's enough for me today, guys. Yeah, I think we did pizza. it.
4: You know, we really
0: <laughs> missed the opportunity to make our our podcast name a, a palindrome. You know, what, isn't that what it's called? Whenever it's the same word, like yeah, both ways, yeah, yeah. How could we do that with scale? Scale. 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 Slow. Social Slow. medias. <laughs> Slash. Welcome back um, to another
1: episode of Slash. I am at Mr. Kyle Bogart on a, uh, on, a, on a currently inactive Instagram account.
3: I'm at Cliff Bogart on an equally inactive Instagram
0: account, but there are brighter days ahead. There you go. I'm at Chase504 on Instagram.
1: And
2: you can find me at Hammer TV. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching and listening. Thanks, guys, for coming over. It's been great. Woo! We- we'll see you Ooh. next time. Take Race
4: care. Race car. Ha <laughs>